Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip-hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. Which was really exciting. Oh, I like that. 
Huh? Afropunk. I've never heard of it. Um, I believe Afropunk might have started about like five years ago. And what it is, it started off free. Now it's like all over. It's in Atlanta, New York, and I believe Paris. And it's just a big festival of, and it's a mixture of African and punk mixing. I know like one year, uh, Grace Jones performed, I believe one year. So a lot of like indie and well-known artists who are artsy and that type of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And it brings out like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people every year, but it's just a big punky African. You kind of come as you are. Some people wear like feathers in their hair, head wrap or punky you know, clunky shoes. So check, you should look at Afro Punk and you'll see a ton, a ton of like exciting artists, vendors and musicians. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what about you? What's your favorite time of year? Um, I like fall, but I like a warm fall, if that makes sense. So, you know, like, well, we're, we're in Oklahoma. So like, um, it's like 40s and raining. Like, I don't like that type of fall. I like 60s type of fall. You know, like... The sweater and go. Yeah, where you could just put on a sweater, maybe some boots. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yes, boots for you. <laughs> and boots and a jacket and go on, but I don't like when it's like feeling like wintry fall. I don't know. Like, our seasons are so crazy because... The other day it was like 84, or yeah. the, and then the very next day it was in the 40s, and so it's like, like so it's kind of hard to tell your favorite season here because you really get all seasons. Thing <laughs> there seems like yeah, mine would be summer too though. I'm I'm more I like warm weather, swimming, you know, going to the beach type of weather. Like, if I could probably move out of Oklahoma, I would definitely move to somewhere like Florida or California. I wouldn't move to nowhere that would have cold. Like, I, I definitely like when it's warm. Yeah, I like when it's warm, but like I said, I'm, I'm on the warmer part of fall, not the cooler part. Mm-hmm. And spring is cool, too, without all the rain. Well, we don't really get a whole lot of rain during our springs, so our springs are not too bad. Not too bad. But, not too bad. Yeah, but it's it more, I would think, more summer, I would think. Right. Are you in New York right now? I am. I'm in New York right now. I'm in Queens, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so are you, how long have you been in New York? I was born here. I was born here. And then I moved to Nigeria with my family from age two to nine. And then we came back to New York. So I spent seven years, just childhood. My father wanted to experience the culture, the lifestyle, family. I I wouldn't change a thing about him. So happy I got to experience and live in Africa for a good amount of time. And then came back to New York, lived in Brooklyn for a while and um, went to school uh, college, high school, high school, college, and then I moved back to Queens. Yeah, but uh, Nigeria, after, I've been back to Nigeria only once, which was 2011. I wanted to go back this year, but y'all know what happened. <laughs> so yes, hopefully soon, maybe next year, everything is good. And it's just craziness going on in Nigeria. Right now with ending SARS, for everyone pushing to end SARS, even though that's been going on for many, 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 many years. It's just now that the world is seeing the craziness that's going on in Nigeria. 
So when you go, how long do you normally, like, how long was your plans to stay, you know, when you went? I went um, in 2011. I'm a performer, so I have an entertainment company called Equis Famous, the Joy is Famous. And I went for 10 days to do, like, dance and missionary work. Okay. Unfortunately, I have, um, I have asthma, so I can't stay in Nigeria for too long. The pollution is, for me, is horrible. And it's one of the reasons why my family moved us back to New York, I was sick a lot with the pollution in Nigeria. So imagine going back 20 years later and coming back to the same condition of, I got, thank God I went with two of my friends who I brought to Africa for the first time while we were doing dance. And a lot of time I had to sit out because I was wheezing so badly because of the air in Nigeria. So yeah, I can't stay long. It's, it's really weird. I can't stay there long. And that was what I was going to ask you, like, what are the, because I've, I've been out of the country, just like on cruises or whatever, but I've never lived out of the country. So I'm, I'm always amazed at people who actually live in the United States and from other places. So what are the major differences, like, between Nigeria and the U.S.? I mean, here's the thing. There is poverty everywhere. You know what I mean? And there's um, wealth everywhere. So if you go to Nigeria you will see places that look just like New York City. They look just like the city, depending on where you are. But then there's also, um, I guess the difference is from where I live in the U.S. or in New York, they, you don't see a lot of slums. So there's a lot of slums when you're driving from town to town. You know what I mean? But it's, it's also with seeing slums, the, the people that live there, they're very, um, unfortunately, they don't see that it's a problem until we are looking like, whoa, this nine-year-old kid is actually sailing to go fish to get water for his food for his family that's just normal in Africa you know what I mean and then another difference is of course it's more although the world is corrupt there's more corruption in Nigeria I remember my aunt taking me and my homegirls that I brought with me to Nigeria in 2011 we went she wanted us to experience the nightlife so you know we went out hanging out and after we hung out we were coming home and we got stopped by um military men or cops and they literally will pull their gack out and point at your car and tell you to give them money they're like just robbery and at first it was scary as heck i ain't gonna front like i was just like after it happened like five times we got used to it which is kind of sad to get used to that however they're asking you for money and you kind like for example they'll say open your car give me ten thousand naira ten thousand naira is probably only like a thousand dollars in New York, so you kind of say, I, I, so I'm not giving you ten thousand. I'll give you five thousand. I'll give you two thousand. Let us go, just let us go. So you give them what you want, and then you go. That happened like five times. We were out there. First time, it was just like, whoa, y'all are pulling your guns out in the car. After the third, fourth, we were like, all right, sir, here's the money. Let us go. <laughs> are you serious? That would probably freak me out. She freaked out. I'll be like, here, take the whole purse. Here, <laughs> you just gotta know. So you can't. I was, if you decide to when you're not, if you if when you decide to go to Africa, just make sure you go with someone that you know. Uh, like, from my experience, it's not, but it's not to be so. I know that part sounds scary, <laughs> but I've been to Ghana as well in uh, 2018. And with a group of people, and I had the most amazing time. Nobody pulled no guns. <laughs> Nobody pulled any guns. Go to Ghana. But until Nigeria is safe, if you go, if you're ready to go to Nigeria, give give me a holler. My dad got people. <laughs> okay. Yes. So do do they care like who's in the car? Like if there's kids in the car or anything like that, or is it just? Um, I think it was 
just, I can't really say. I think it was just because it was nighttime. It was they saw adults. So I haven't, I don't know any stories. When I lived there, I don't remember experiencing that when I lived there, but we did experience a lot of like, God, this sounds so bad, a lot of like robberies. <laughs> and like just, they'll not, I think somewhat, it happened all so young, but I know like sometimes they will take your family member for ransom and give me this, yeah. So when we see what's happening in Nigeria now and the world is seeing what's happening with SARS, I'm, it's not like I'm really shocked and like, thank you, God, that the world is seeing this, but this has been going on. I think SARS started around 97. So imagine, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes. And then for me to experience that just in 2011, it's like, yeah. Well, that's not on my bucket list, the places to go. <laughs> Nigeria is beautiful. Shout out to my people. Shout out to them. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's beautiful though. Just the light. Um, so yeah. you can look at images. Like Cardi B just recently went to Nigeria earlier this year. Had a ton of fun and just showing the city. And they're good people, good heart people. Food is delicious. If you ever had jollof rice, so I, I eat still. My father makes food, Nigerian food. From so you still do eat like authentic, you know, food? Of course, yeah. You eat pound of yam food that you eat with your hands, you know, with your okay. Face. Yeah, yeah. Not really? Huh? You you eat with your hands? Oh, still now, still now. Yeah, because my father cooks. My mom is Dominican. My father's Nigerian, so my mom knows how to cook everything. And then what's so funny with Nigerians and Dominican we both places love plantain. Okay. So I can eat that for breakfast, lunch, dinner because I got the Dominican Dominican side and Nigerian side. It's like yeah, all day. So yeah, my mom cooks, my dad cooks, and it's all good. Still eat with my hands, absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay. It's funny you say that because we had a podcast one time and I think it was you that asked the question, Mika, and you invited me over to your house for dinner and your parents cooked and he um, didn't want to pick up a fork and he just ate with his hands. Remember, we talked about that with a deal breaker. But I like didn't a deal breaker. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. we talked about it. And most people was like it would be a deal breaker if he actually, you know, picked it up with his hands. Like if but I, I, I don't know. I mean if it was religious, I don't know if I, it would be a deal breaker for me. Yeah, you just learn like, oh, where are you from? Because it's like exactly. yeah, you know when you go get your hair braided, sometimes uh if you're braided by um African woman, they're there and when it's lunchtime they come together and they eat with their hands. It's just, you know, part of culture. Culture. Yeah, it's culture. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we talked about that. Yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. That's not. So tell us about Queen Eki. Absolutely. So I am a fashion designer. I'm a teaching artist, performer, and entrepreneur. I have a company called Eki's Famous. As I mentioned, Eki means joy, and it's a jewelry and performing arts company. So I combine fashion and performing arts. And what that means is for me, I make one-of-a-kind pieces from jewelry to clothes um, to wardrobe styling. I had the company since 2007, and my core is about self-esteem building. So a lot of my um, pieces have special names behind it. They're all one of a kind. Um, like for this this piece that I have on, it's called Color Me Bad. It's a, one of my special hoops. And I love this piece because as a Black woman, um, we've been shown to not embrace 
uh, not like who we are. So I call this color me bad as just a reverse. So like, yeah, try to try to play me, but I'm gonna embrace who I am. So I designed jewelry for many, I still do um, for many, many years and just creating one of a kind pieces for like thousands of my family, friends and supporters. Like I mentioned doing festivals and different things. In 2011, I started a performing arts division because I love dancing. I teach jazz, modern hip hop, ballet, African liturgical. It's, okay. I feel like dance is, you were gonna say something? No, I said that, oh wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's, but I do a fusion mix. And, but my core is about building self-esteem, no matter what style I do. So when you when a lot of organizations or individuals hire me to perform, uh, to not only perform, but to teach, they know that they're getting something life changing because I always focus on I use dance as a tool for life. So I always focus on my students from three year old all the way to adults. I'm going to push them to dance by themselves, to do solos. I'm going to push them to dance in groups. I'm going to put them to really believe in themselves. We do things where we walk across the floor. I make sure that they're walking with their head up because my core is literally building self-esteem in the world. So I use that with Eki's Famous, and I've been blessed to mention travel to back home to Nigeria, Ghana, Japan, Atlanta, Virginia, and all over New York City working with, I work with married couples or children and public school system, um, group homes, organizations, and that's with Eki's Famous. That's my for-profit, but I also have a non-profit called Your Queens. And Your Queens was started in January of 2015. And I'll be honest, ladies, I thought I was, I'm, a, I'm very spiritual. I put God first in everything that I do, no matter how it comes out. I just trust him, trust the journey. And sometimes it's like, whoa, this is a lot. But we, from my experience living life, it's less of me, more of him. So it's learning what that feels and looks like. And I say that because when I started Your Queens, um, it started off, it was a vision. I thought I was just done with just doing dancing and doing jewelry and uh, designing. But the vision for Euro Queens came about, um, we launched in 2015, but in January of, excuse me, in October of 2014, I went to a birthday party, a four-year-old birthday party that one of my students' mom invited me to. And I went to this birthday party, I didn't have any children, so I'm like, why am I going? But I felt obedient. So I was like, let me go to this birthday party while they invite me. And I, I've told this story a lot at now. Before I used to be shy to hear it because I, I didn't want people to tell, oh, she sounds weird. But now I'm like, I don't care. No, this, this is who I am. You'll get it when you learn more and more about my journey, my team, and all kind of stuff. So I go to this birthday party, real talk, because I was greedy. I like food. So I was like, there's going to be some fried chicken, mac and cheese there. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I'm free. I'm going to go. I get to this birthday party as a lot of uh, children, African, um, black and brown kids running around. They're having a good time. I see the food line. I'm like, all right, when, whenever they're ready to let me up, that's what I'm going to do. So they're running around having fun. And I remember feeling like I was sitting on a throne. And at that moment, I'm sitting there and um, two white princesses come out. Nothing wrong. You always see white princesses at birthday parties on TV. Cool. You know, the kids are having fun. Long, blonde, long, long blonde hair. And I literally sat there and I feel like God was like, I brought you this to this birthday party because I need you to start your own company of African queens. And he was telling me to start a company with Makita uh, from Ethiopia, Goddess Isis, Nefertiti, Queen Amina, Queen Nzinga, and a few other queens and kings. And I remember sitting there like, oh, shoot, there's about to be a whole nother journey, but I'm going to be obedient. So from October of January 2014, 
to um, excuse me, from October 2014 to January 2015, I did a plethora of research learning about who these queens are, what their attributes are, their positive um, things about them, how they were dressed, how they looked. I did so much research and I got a group of friends of mine to tell them like, yo, we're about to start this company. And January of 2015, we were launched. And so what Your Queens is, we teach about African royalty through storytelling, song and dance. So we literally dress up like African kings and queens, and we do birthday parties, daycare centers, public school, black history events, uh, women's history events. We've done weddings, one-year-old birthday party to 50-year-old birthday party, a lot of interviews, um, public speaking opportunity. And in five years, we've done over 250 small to big organizations. Um, events, um, we've had, we do our yearly anniversary we didn't get to do it this year because of COVID, but we are working on a Kwanzaa, a virtual Kwanzaa celebration um, at the end, uh, I think the last Saturday, December 28th, um, we're working on a Kwanzaa celebration. But what I love about Your Queens is I'm inspired by Disney because Disney, look where it is now. And Disney, from my right. history and learning, it started during the Great Depression. So I see Your Queens starting during these times because in 2015 we had, and I'm, we are so inspired by Working in the public school system, I didn't see, we learned in history, I've been in the public school system for 11 years, and the focus a lot during Black History and Women's History Month was nothing, the Martin Luther King's Ida B. Well, Harriet Tubman was always talking about slavery, slavery, so I was like, we need to know about these real queens, like Makita, who was a woman of faith. Nefertiti, who her and her husband um, were equal. He kept, he kept, he raised her up. He kept her as equal count, uh, counterpart. He didn't put her down. So there's so much history. Queen Nzinga fought what, until she was in her 80s. Goddess Isis was a woman of magic. So it was a way, and starting this company has been life-changing for me, my team, family, and friends who've been able to learn about your queen. So that's a little a lot about me <laughs> and the work that I do. That's amazing, though. That is amazing. And, and I agree with you on the uh, the whole black history thing and the queens, um, because me personally, I've never, I mean, I've heard of Nefertiti or whatever, but I've never just researched queens. But that you're right. We do need to learn about things like that. Yeah, and, I, and I think it's great that you're, you know, building self-esteem in little black girls, because, I mean, I, I saw a study, and I don't know if it was Oprah Winfrey or whoever it was, but <laughs> they had like a white doll up and a black doll up. And the little black girl said that she was pretty and the black girl was ugly or whatever. And so when you said that the two white princesses came out, that's what it made me think of. Yes, you got it. This is the reason. It's a very simple, it was a very simple vision. And I'm glad that um I didn't sit on it. I wasn't like, what? Ain't nobody starting no African queen. I was like, word, this is my next assignment? Cool. Let's do this. And there have been so many confirmation and like positive signs that show that i'm on the right path it's been a journey it's not like it hasn't been one two three bam everybody gets it because guess what we've been conditioned for so many years that it's time i get some well, who Eki thinks she is starting this queen thing or or, or they go wow Eki, you're starting this queen thing like this is amazing how do i be a part how do i support so i'm oh it, it um changed me a lot it changed me a lot. It changed my confidence. It helped me. I grew up with self-esteem issues. So that's why I teach about that now. And that's why when the vision came, I was like, okay, I guess I'm ready for the next level. Even though I know I'm still working on myself, but I'm thankful to work with a, an amazing, I have an amazing team of Kings and Queens. We also have um, an amazing board of directors. I have amazing advisors. We're also grooming young 
princesses and prince right now who's performed with us for the past three years so it's a small company but we're growing we're learning and um our goal is for your queens to be a household name with our services and products because it's needed now and when we started in 2015 another thing that inspired me was finding out about mike brown passing and trayvon martin during that time so you think about just i remember one of the first events that we did an older lady that i teach dance to she was not even only her she was in tears because she was just like i've never and we, if you see, I'll send so you guys give you my uh, website. If you see some of our images and our Instagram, we literally dress up in queen garb. I'm um, do costume designing. We're actually working on some new costume launching in December, which I'm really, really excited. But the whole goal is we want you guys to feel beauty, beautiful and see beauty and know that you come from royalty and it's real talk. This is not like fake stuff. You know what I mean? This is, these were real kings and queens ruling so what does it say about us and who we where we come from it's not just a thing and of course something recently i had a friend of mine tell me that he's not a king he's a knight and i was like oh okay yeah you're right he knows sometimes you gotta know are you a queen are you a warrior are you a knight because we all need that for the kingdom we all need it for the community you know what i mean so we all play our part and to right. make the world a better place you know, we actually been talking about so long looking at it's kind of funny that Capri ain't here today. You know, we have been saying for so long how we were going to get somebody to actually like um, design something for one of our photo shoots. Yes. So we can actually we got to look at your pieces and see. Yes, check it out. Oh, yeah. Like, see what we're launching in December. It's gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. I would love to check them out. Because I think that would be it. That would definitely kind of go with our, you know. Yeah, and maybe even maybe even do like a Black Queens photo, you know, shoot. Mm -hmm. type photo shoot because we don't. Like, yes. I do it. That's awesome. I would love yes. to do that. Yeah, yes, it's powerful. So you mentioned that you, uh, you want to do self-esteem with little girls, but is it catered towards one race or is it open to all races? Oh, it's definitely open to all race. I've worked with white. I've worked with Hispanic. I've worked with Indian, especially young girls um, out here in New York City. I just did a project in August at Jamaica Center. It's a cultural arts center. And I had, we did a workshop with all different race of girls. And I, I don't see it, although I'm very, and that is what I preach, but I will also look at anyone right in their face and talk about your queens comfortably and tell them we are all connected. And once you know who you are, and it's so important because we weren't, we were enslaved. We were literally taken away from our home. So it's a lot of deconditioning. De so once our people continue to know who we are, we're able to stand up strong in front of anybody and just say, yes, I know who I am. I know you know who you are. Let's work together again to make the world a better place. So I don't, I won't never turn anyone down, but I don't change who I am at all. I don't change my message at all. I don't bend because I've had question. I've had an opportunity one time where a friend back in um, June wanted us to do like a diversity and inclusion for a law firm, a, a white law firm. And he's yeah. like, yeah, they want to, you know, do some 
inclusion, you know how, you know what that means. So um, he's a, a friend of mine is talking to me about it because he's the liaison and trying to get us the gig. And he goes, so Eki, you know, this company, white company, they want, um, they like what you're doing, but they want to know if you could change things around. So I want to know if you're willing to bend um, and some of the things that you teach, each, you know, just kind of cater to them a little bit and um, just get back to me by next Friday. I was like, I'm gonna get back to you right now. No. We're gonna answer this right now. No, he go, oh, oh I, res I respect you, Eki. You know, I'm gonna try to implement that in my own stuff now, moving forward. So stick, I stick to what I know. I stick to what I believe in, whether some people may get it or not. It's not for them. But when you say no, it's a complete sentence. It made him go, oh, I respect you. I respect Eki. you. Why are you testing me? Why are you testing me? <laughs> I, yeah. I appreciate you for that, though, because I think you would have catered to that just to have an opportunity. No. We're like, you know, this is who I am. This is who I stand, what I stand for. Like, I'm not doing it. And right in dead of COVID, you know, right. with, with so much pivoting going on that I trust that you close that door, 10 more will open because one of my ancestors are looking like, let me see what she going to do. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, okay. Oh, good. So you I have to it. just trust the You get it? You got to just trust that journey. No, I'm not going to wait. Call me back on Friday? No, no. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> Today, let me give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. That is so yeah. awesome. So what other, you said you had a, a for-profit and a non-profit. Like, what other projects are you working on? So with Eki's Famous, we are... Still working on doing, I do virtual dance classes. I still create, I have an Etsy shop. So Eki's Famous on Etsy. You'll see so much goodies on there. I Just so much of jewelry. I design uh, dolls, African dolls. I could get you one. I have to run upstairs if you want to see it. I don't want to, if I want to pause. Yeah, 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 I want to see it. You know, yeah. I'll be right back. Give me two seconds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some chapstick. My lips are dry. Look, you, know, you see, I got lip gloss all shiny. <laughs> I had to rush and get ready because I've been painting. Completely redoing the boys' room. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. new, new blinds and comforters, everything. So. Right, that didn't take too long. So this one is Nana Ya Asantua. Oh, uh, no. I designed the clothes and all kind of jazz. And what is she? She's a warrior queen from Ghana. I love her because she was the commander in chief of her army. She was the queen mother of the people Ashanti tribe in Ghana, and um, she was the protector of the golden stool. And you know, like back in um, what still happens now when British are uh, all came colonialism they try to take away the artifacts of the people of africa she was someone that said no you're not going to take our golden stool because the golden stool was an artifact that um they say to harvest all the souls of the african people in peace and love so Brit british came in and they were trying to take this from her and she stood up front and was like no that's not happening she gave them a fake one they took the fake fake one they went they found out that they got the fake one they came back exiled her she was exiled for many for 20 years to seychelles island but what i love about her story is she was then released but the greatness is that the golden stool end up being untouched and saved so with her it's like sometimes as a people you're gonna have to fight in order to keep the legacy of your people 
I emphasize, yeah, we come from royalty, but also being a queen says that you've overcome so many things. Obstacle, you keep, no matter what you've been, been through, you keep your head up. It's being a princess or a king, no matter what you've been through, you know that, you know who you are, no matter what. Right. Yeah. Um, looking at your dolls, I noticed that both of them had head wraps. What does that signify, like, in your culture? Yeah, it's, I, I, it's funny, I wrap my hair a lot. I just recently haven't wrapped it enough. I just, I braided my own hair yesterday, y'all. Oh, okay, it's cute. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. Um, it's part of the culture, and it's a way, is an adornment you wear for your whatever outfit, and it just shows that you're a queen, that you're royal. So you okay. see that's your crown. But anything, your hat, sis, is your crown. Your braids is your crown. So it's whatever your style is. And some people wrap their hair every day and switch it up. Some people wrap it for their culture. One of my queens, um, Aisha, she's Muslim. She wraps her hair. And not in so many funky difference. To, she's so um, fashionable and creative that she'll wrap her hair in so many different colors and styles. So I just see it as, for me, I'm so used to it because every time I went to, like, a party in Nigeria and here in New York with, with family, you came in and your head is wrapped. It's just part of who you are, knowing who you are. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I actually love hair wraps, but I, I mean, I love them on other people and I will love them on myself, but I just never have taken out the time to do it. Um, so but I noticed it on your dolls. So that's why I was curious. Yes. I'm glad you saw that. Yeah. Practice with it. Just have fun and you find what works for you and just find the confidence to wear it out. But I've been wrapping my head. I'm 39 now since I was 15 years old consistently. It's just been a part of me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, our other member, the the other our third member, she wraps her hair all the time, and Capri looks good with you know the wraps and stuff. It yes. goes with her, you right. know, her style. It it does go with her style. No, I I couldn't. I haven't been able to do the wraps either. Dante, they're cute though. They're really really cute. I got it. You should do it for y'all photo shoot. Wrap I know, right? Well, we're definitely gonna hit you up. That's for sure. We are, and I'm excited. So the company will be really nice. I, I would love to do that. I can yeah. see it. I can see it. <laughs> I, I bet it would be nice. Yes. Do it. So do it. Yes. What, what the hell design and everything? Did you start off like drawing things and then just kind of playing with it? How did you really get into that? Like creating jewelry and. I can't draw. <laughs> no, my brother got that gift. I can't like, I'll do something. I, I like sketches. So when I, right now, I work with a tailor and I'll sketch and tell her what I need. But for me, I always say my hands are blessed. It just creates its own thing, and it's been, I, I made my first piece when I was, like, nine years old, and I've I just been creating. I, honestly, no, I'm, now I remember. I did one workshop when I was little. My mom took me to a library beading workshop, and I was like, cool, got it. <laughs> and I just went with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, no, so you I, actually, I, like, make a lot of it yourself by your own hand, like, you sew and... I sew by hand. I'm still stubborn, because... <sighs> I see everyone as unique, as one of a kind. So I make one of a kind. I really believe my hands have a mind of its own. I have a sewing machine now, but I be look side eyeing it because I like to sew my hand. Unless I, I get it when I do get a lot of orders, I'm like, okay, because I during COVID I've had to pivot my business. Of course, can't really, couldn't really go out and teach dance so much. Thank God I got to do a lot of virtual dance workshops, but I had to pivot and make face masks, and I was able to make probably 200 face masks. And during COVID to family, friend, supporter on my Etsy size, I got really 
busy. I was making them by hand because I'm more like, oh, I'm going to make this one-of-a-kind mask from people. And then I got all these orders. I was like, oh, girl, you need a sewing machine. That's cute. That's real cute. But you're going to need a... And then I called it Eki's Famous Healing Mask because I'm all about healing and joy and peace. So that I think the name was like, oh, I'm going to get... I have family. Eki, I need 20. Eki, I need 10. And I was like, dang, they don't realize I'm the only one doing this. Then you can't bring nobody in your house because COVID. Exactly. So right. you actually done pretty well during COVID then. I've been so thankful. I've been okay. so, there's been struggles. I'm not very much. There's been challenges. There's been challenges, but there's also been more blessings than anything else. It's and ladies, it literally um it changed my faith even stronger as a believer, as a woman that I, I say God, some people say universe and some burn incense, crystals, whatever works for you. And but for me, like who's always been on this journey with God during COVID, he made me even have more fearless where it was like, all right, look at your bank account. You've been saving for so long. Now it's coming to crush time. <gasps> okay. Oh, don't be scared. I got you. I got okay. you. And I literally had to leap, ladies, just literally let it go. And now he's like, me and him are best friends. We like right here. <laughs> I was thinking that today, like 2020 um, has really been a good year for me. Um, no issues. I've been blessed this year. So That's it's beautiful. Year. That's, I've heard a lot of people say that. That is beautiful. It has. It hasn't been. It, it actually hasn't been bad. I mean, there's been, you know, things, you know, mishaps that happen, you know, there's been some struggles around, along the way, but I can't complain when it's We're all said. Right? We're alive. Exactly. We're working. We're working. We're being And that's the only thing. So I wish you guys many. I think I saw you guys to celebrate two or three years. Two. Two years. So congratulations. I hope many, many more years for you all. Continue to just grow and do it. Thank you so much. So where can everybody reach you? Absolutely. So two websites. You can reach me at ekisfamous.com. That's E-K-I-S-F-A-M-O-U-S.com. Or, and also you can reach me at your queens, Y-O-U-R-Q-U-E-E-N-S. If you want to email us, you can email us at your queens at yourqueens.com. And Ekis Famous, you can look it up. You'll see so much, a lot of work. I've been on this journey uh, for many, I want to say I started my career at nine. So I've been on this journey for 30 years um, consistently. And if I can tell your audience, for anybody that wants to follow their dreams or reach anything, my biggest thing is being consistent. Whether you're an audience of one or 10,000, remain consistent in what you do, no matter what uh, you're going to go through journeys. And um, you re recently, for anybody who's listening that's out in New York City, or you can also stream. I recently was assigned to be a co-host for WBLS and Afro Flavor Radio every Friday night at 11 p.m. So now I get to share my positivity with the world, and I'm really, really excited about that. So can we stream it? Is it like an online radio station? Yeah. Um, it's called Afro Flavor, A-F-R-U-F-L-A-V-A. -A -A. You can check out the website, afroflavor.com, and you can also find it on WBLS. Okay, okay. Yeah, 107.5. And, and what I've liked about your pieces you talking about, um, it seems like everything have a meaning behind yeah. it. It's yeah, like it's always not... a meaning behind it. And I can't seem to shake that off as much as people like, my father always wants me to like mass produce and distribute, but I'm like, in my heart, we're all special. We're all unique. So that's this is what I do. So everything always has a meaning or a message behind it. Like with the sweaters, 
when I go and do festivals, I we have seven colors in these sweaters. We have them in black, gray, orange, red, green, gold, and purple. So when I go to festivals and I have the sweaters, people are coming up like, well, what's, what's, I see African names. A lot of times people go, oh, my name is Isis. My name is Makita. So I love to tell the story. I'm like, I right, boom. So Makita, she was a woman of faith. She, she traveled over 1,000 miles to hear the wisdom of King Solomon. They had a son named Menelik the first, but I love her journey because you have to have faith in your goals and dreams. Are you guys familiar with Haile Selassie? I? No. So he was like an emperor. Um, in uh, Ethiopia, Ethiopian emperor back in the day. So he was kind of like this uh, 20th generation uh, Jesus Christ kind of vibe. So look up Haile Selassie. And I say that because he was well known by millions of Rastafarian. He was a Rasta. He was well known by millions and millions of people. And Makeda, if she didn't do her journey to go meet King Solomon, she's in the Bible, Haile Selassie would have never been born. So you see the connection? So, like, y'all got to continue this podcast because you don't know who needs it many years from now. Okay. Ain't get it. (laughs) So we have to stay on that path because God gave you that vision to do this for a reason. So when I sell the shirts, and that's how people are like, oh, give me a shirt because, yes, I said she's the goddess of love, goddess of light, goddess of magic, and she wore these these wings. And for her, this is not not my, um, I'm still learning. I'm still learning, but I've learned that the goddess Isis it's kind of like Mary. You get it for Jesus Christ, Mary. You, get, you know what I mean? The deconditioning, we learn learn about history. So Nefertiti, I love she was known for her beauty. And like you mentioned before about the head wrap, she was known for her head bust. So she wore this big head bust, which symbolized beauty. But what I love about Nefertiti, I mentioned before, her husband, Akhenaten, they were very equal, and sometimes he let her do her thing. Like, he saw her as powerful. Like, yeah, go ahead, girl. We, we He never put her down. So when I describe Nefertiti, I go, in this generation, I go, think about Barack and Michelle Obama. And they go, oh, okay, so that's dumb, right? Queen of the <laughs> yes. <laughs> that once they hear that, they're like, all right, give me a sweater. Give me all the colors. <laughs> and uh, Queen Nzinga, she fought until she was in her 80s. She was part of helping abolish slavery. So she fought till her 80s. I say, like, yeah, you can keep doing your thing till you 80 years old. And she did her thing. Queen Amina, she was a warrior queen. She didn't worry about men and she wasn't worried about, I need to find a man or I need to get married or nothing like that. I'm going to be a warrior and I'm going to build my kingdom and we're going to do this. We're going to fight. Then I have Queen Cleopatra. She was known for her beauty. She's also very intelligent, was um, skilled in science and so many different things. I love about her is during her reign, um, she was women weren't seen as equal. So she stepped up during that time, was like, yes, I see you got, there's a lot of men ruling here, but I'm here too. And I'm Cleopatra and you're going to listen to me. And she did it with such beauty and grace. So you can even think about uh, like an Oprah Winfrey, you know what I mean? Who does things with beauty and grace. Again, Michelle Obama, but there's so many names. We can go on and go, Gabrielle Unit, so many of us that connect to her. Um, last one I have on here is King Tut. And what I love about King Tut and where we tell the story when one of our kings performed King Tut, he was a, a young leader. And he goes in the audience, I was a young leader like you. He was a young leader at like nine years old. So that just said that you may have some children or nieces and nephews who are just so wise. It's for a reason. That's a young King Tut you're grooming right there. So that's right. a story, like a very quick story on the kings and queens. So are those shirts on the website? They are, yeah, we have t-shirts and sweaters there on the website. On which website? 
yourqueens.com. Your queens. Yeah, okay. thank you for asking. Yourqueens.com. Y-O-U-R-Q-U-E-E-N-S. I got to go um, order me one. Okay. Order I order one too. Sizes go really, really fast, but I'm constantly ordering. As soon as I get a new shipment, I'm constantly putting more on the website. But any questions, please reach out. Our email is on our Instagram. is yourqueensinc, I-N-C. And then you can also follow Eki's Famous, E-K-I-S-F-A-M-O-U-S. And we definitely, we're, we are going to get in contact with you about the, the pieces. Yes. I'll be, a, I'll be honored to design for you, ladies. That'll I'm just excited you. because um, I know you probably, I don't know if you've listened to any of our other lives or anything like that, but anytime we do a photo shoot or a video or any of that type of stuff, I get super stressed out because I have to think of something to wear. So the fact that somebody is going to design my outfit. Okay, the relief off, right? <laughs> Exactly. That's what I love it. I love it. That will be one that you can look forward to, Dante. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Do you have anything else that you want your fans or the audience or anything else to know about you or the things that you got have going on right now? Yeah, just stay tuned. Follow us on Your Queens Inc. We're on um, Instagram and uh, Twitter, Your Queens Inc. We're on Facebook at Your Queens, our website. We just ask, follow us, check out what we're doing, share, share what we're doing because it's so powerful and it's so needed right now. And it's just, I would just say, definitely just share, share your queens, book us for your birthday parties, whether it's children and adult, book us for your wedding, uh, book us for public speaking events because we're literally here for you all. So did you like don't, give up. don't give up. With the, we uh... do travel, yes, absolutely. We do travel. I just okay. came from upstate during a dance workshop there, so I got to spend a whole week in nature, like thousands and thousands of acres of nature, and I got to teach um, hundreds of children about self-esteem building during COVID and um, racial uprising, which was really powerful. Okay. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Well, we Hi. want to thank you. Actually, thank you for joining us today. Nate, did you have any other questions for her? Nope. I, nope. Just wanted to thank you for joining us. And it was a pleasure meeting you and everything that you're doing. And I really wish you much success with thank everything you that's so going much. on. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for this time. I followed you guys on Instagram too, on Eki's Famous. I'm going to do it also on my Your Queens page. Okay. And, and, I, and I love anybody that, that pour into other young girls because that's something that we're talking about doing, um, that we're interested in doing because it's well needed. Um, that's so much. Them. Um, the whole self-esteem just we they tear us uh, other I'm not gonna say they other people tear us down and then we tear us down and so I just think it's important to have you know black queens pouring into each that other. part and it has to be consistent because even like dealing with my princesses a lot of times they deal with stuff they were so-and-so call me ugly I'm like but what did you tell them I said you know you're not ugly right we talked about look at yourself in the mirror and it's just remember you're so we have to kindly until it, it becomes ingrained you know what I mean? Because, like I said, this has been life changing for me as an adult. Building yes. self esteem. Yeah. We yeah. can't wait. To, yeah, I can't wait till we do that either. But yes. thank you, ladies. This was fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Bye bye.